She is not perfect. You are not perfect. The question is whether or not you are perfect for each other. Robin Williams Welcome to episode 111 of the Perfect Mess Podcast. The Perfect Ten. Perfect Mess is my perfect mess. going on everybody welcome to the perfect mess podcast i'm your host ray molina and this is episode 111 before we jump off into the topic today please do me a favor and check out the website it's raymolina.com and as always uh, you can check out any blogs that i've written you can check out the online shop i have a lot of merchandise there i have book reviews you can listen and watch the podcast on the website as well there are a lot of things for you to check out on my website uh I really want to keep pushing the merchandise. It is hoodie season. I've got a really dope Beast or Famine uh, hoodie that's on sale right now. So please stop by my website, raymolina.com. Check it out and get yourself a hoodie, man. There's uh, hats. There's shirts. There's uh, all kinds of stuff there. So make sure to check it out. Once again, that's raymolina.com. I am on Instagram. My Instagram is at It's Ray Molina. That is also my TikTok. Make sure you follow me there. The podcast is also on TikTok and Instagram, and it is at The Perfect Mess Pod. And the brand, Beast or Famine, is also on TikTok and Instagram, and that is at It's Beast or Famine. Please make sure to check all of those out. And if you are watching right now, or let's say you're listening and maybe you want to watch the video of this podcast, please head on over to YouTube and check out the YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash theperfectmesspod. And make sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notification bell that you see on the right-hand corner. That'll update you anytime I put up a video. Um, what kind of videos do I put up? It's not just a podcast. Sometimes I will put up uh, workout videos either with myself training or my kids training that will... Uh, you know, encourage you guys to get into the gym and take care of your health, take care of your, you know, take care of yourself and also to get your kids in the gym and start training them when they are ready to hit the gym. That's uh, that's something that I share on there as well. I also share clips and shorts from the podcast that you can also, you know, share across the platforms or text messages or whatever it is. You can just hit the little share button. It'll go out to your friends, whoever you think should hear these clips that we share. And you can also make your own clips from the podcast. So if you like something, if you hear something and it's something that you feel somebody you know should hear, you can make a clip from the YouTube channel right there and share it, all right? You can also do that on Spotify, um, Apple, and Google. I believe you can share the actual timestamp of where you're at and share that off to your to your friends and family if there's something that you like. So if you're on there, please subscribe, follow, leave a comment, review, and uh, I really appreciate you guys doing that. Um, the, the podcast is definitely growing, and I owe that all to you guys. All right, so like I said, today is, um, you know, I'm trying to get better at using the um, and 
I had a buddy of mine tell me, I love the podcast. I think you're doing great. I think you have a voice for it. I think uh, that's, there's something that, that you got there. And the only advice I'll give you is to cut out your ums. So I'm getting better at that. I'm trying to. So bear with me. So let's let's talk about this about this episode. The perfect 10. I I want to share a story with you guys that I started thinking about today from when I first moved back from Colorado uh I want to say 2006. I started going to the gym, you know, with a family member and we would run into a few friends and sometimes we would meet friends there to work out. No real plan on what we were doing, just trying to stay busy. I had no plan on trying to get in shape and what it was just one of those things to kill time and I hate saying it like that but 2006 I wasn't really focused on trying to be some in shape guy I wasn't trying to to do any of that so if that's where a few of my buddies were going to hang out I'll go to hang out get on the treadmill uh run walk lift a few weights and whatever but that the gym wasn't like it is for me today back then so the story goes as as so you know one day or one night we're on a treadmill and it's me and two other people and i'm going to leave names out because you know i always want to respect everybody because no names need to be told what what needs to be told is the story because the story is the most important and it's just a basic story but we're walking on the treadmill and we're talking okay and during this time this was a time when I was back home. I hadn't been home in five years, and a lot of my friends were in the club scene. So they were going out to the clubs. They were hanging out. They were throwing parties. They were part of the little promotion scene. Uh, they were doing. They were doing after parties, you know, at at friends' houses. So everybody was had their hand in something, right? And here I am just getting back, you know, I've, I had been doing music for the last five, six years, finally got my first record deal and, you know, I came back home and was getting ready to push an album. Uh, that didn't work out the way it was supposed to, but needless to say, I came back home and because that album didn't pan out the way it was supposed to, I had a lot of free time, which... I think all of you know free time is not always the best. So I'm hanging out, you know, going to the clubs, you know, meeting people, uh, rubbing shoulders with people that I probably wouldn't normally rub shoulders with on a regular basis. But we get to talking one night at the gym and one of my, uh, I'll say, one of my acquaintances, I wouldn't say this is like a close friend of mine. I had known this person for a very long time, but one of my acquaintances basically gets to talking about girls and women, all right? 
And we start talking about being single and because all of us at that time were single um, and what we look for, you know, and, and at that time, I, I didn't know what I was looking for. I, to be honest with you, I was just kind of playing the field and wasn't really looking for anything. But my buddy who was really deep into the club scene told me I'm waiting for the perfect 10. It's exactly what he said. I'm waiting for the perfect 10. And he, he says, you know, I took a trip to Brazil and I'll tell you, man, it changed my life. And I said, really? He said, yeah, there were a lot of tens out there. I said, in Brazil? And he said, yeah. Now I know Brazilian women are beautiful. That most people have that opinion about Brazilian women. I shouldn't say most. A lot of people have that opinion about Brazilian women, especially people that are from uh, women that are from Brazil, uh, not just Americanized Brazilian women. I'm talking about from the country of Brazil, still live in Brazil, and uh, yeah. So he's he's like, oh man, there was there's nothing but tens out there, which obviously that's not true. But he came back and he said, you know, I'm looking for the perfect ten. I said, how do you know you have the perfect ten? He said, I don't know, man. I just know what I'm looking for. And at the time, uh, he had a very beautiful girlfriend. And I said, yo, the girl that that you've been on and off dating, yo, she's pretty damn close to a 10. And he's like, nah, nah, she's not even close. I said, are you serious? Because if you weren't around, there would be guys lined up to ask her out at the club and outside the club. Are you Are you sure? She seems cool, looks great, has a great job, just, you know, and we're guys, you know, phys- physical is gorgeous, just knock, knock down, just knock them down gorgeous. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know what you're looking for because... She also seems like if you were to say, hey, I'm ready to settle down, she'll settle down. And he's like, nah, man, I'm looking, I'm, I'm not settling down until I get the perfect 10. And, you know, I started thinking that conversation never, it never left my mind. It never left my mind. Pardon me. I'm not drinking it. I'm actually having some ice water. I, uh. It's, it's kind of hot in here tonight, but that conversation never left my mind. And I, and, and, and I don't know why it came up with me today, but I started thinking, it, does the perfect 10 exist? Do, is, is that even possible to find the perfect 10? Because in my opinion, I don't think it does. I, you know, I'm a movie buff and I'm going to share a few movies that that hit home for me when it comes to like thinking about relationships and all of the things that go into finding the right person to fit who we are, to fit our needs and for us to fit their needs. Because regardless of what you think, everybody has needs. And a lot of people date based on their needs, at least in my opinion. Okay, I'm no dating guru, so please don't come for me. Okay, I don't, I'm not, I don't 
proclaim myself to be some dating guru. I'm not here to give advice. I'm I'm just talking like I always do about this podcast. I I'm just talking about my experiences and how and and the things that I've come across in my lifetime and I'm sharing them with you so we can have dialogue, a conversation, all right? And what I mean by that is when I say dialogue because a lot of you actually send me DMs. A lot of you send me messages and have comments about the podcast and and have questions and whatnot so we that's where the dialogue comes from so anyways I started thinking about man does that does that does the perfect 10 exist in a woman does the perfect 10 exist in a man and one of the movies that came to mind for me was Boomerang now if you haven't seen Boomerang it is a star-studded movie with Eddie Murphy, with uh, Tommy Davidson, with Martin Lawrence, with, uh, I forget the other guy's name from Living Color, but they're all in there. Uh, Holly Berry's in there. Uh, The chick that married uh, Mike Tyson is in there. I forget her name. I, I don't like that girl at all because of what happened with Mike Tyson. But uh, she's in there, and a few other people. All right. Now, in this movie, all these guys are single, and they're going on dates, and Eddie Murphy is like the player, okay? Eddie Murphy is like the quintessential player, like the guy's great-looking guy, makes a lot of money at an advertising company, uh, you know, has a dope, pimped-out place that he lives in, in a high rise, like a condo, pretty much has the pick of the litter for anybody that he wants to go out with. And this guy, his character is looking for the perfect 10. So this guy, throughout the movie, he's sleeping with, you know, women that most guys would be like, wow. You know, so every time he knocks somebody down, and when I say knock somebody down, ladies, I don't mean no disrespect. When I say knock him down, I mean he slept with them. So when every time he does this, he ends up having lunch or whatever or being in a gym with his friends and they talk about it. And he always finds something wrong with whoever it was. And I'm telling you, the, the woman could be drop dead gorgeous, makes a lot of money, has her stuff together, and he'll find something wrong with her. Now, one of the women he slept with that was absolutely stunning was Layla Rashan. And I don't know if you know who she is, but she was in Waiting to Exhale and dropped that gorgeous. Anyways, he slept with this woman and his issue with her was that she had ugly feet. Everything was banging. Gorgeous. But when she went to sleep, he pulled the sheet up and saw that she had really ugly feet, didn't like her feet, so he X'd her out. The woman that he actually fell for and got his heart broken over and thought was a 10 was the most devilish, devious woman that he had ever come across, and she actually played him. He was known, oh, Chris Rock was in the movie as well, but she actually played him. And broke his heart. And this is a woman he thought was a 10. 
head to toe, everything 10. She happened to be his boss as well. Now, in that movie, he gets played by the woman he thinks is a 10 and then kind of start starts hanging around with the most basic, cute female. Someone that most guys would probably overlook in Holly Berry. And I know Holly Berry's gorgeous, right? Everybody's going, what, Holly Berry? In this movie, they made her look really plain. She had really short hair, didn't dress too flashy. She kind of almost bookwormy. And um, he starts hanging out with her when he's bummed out because the other girl played him. And what he doesn't realize is that is the woman that he's going to eventually end up with. She gets dolled up in the end of the movie. I'm talking about this woman is Holly Berry in her prime. She gets dolled up, gets gets an advertising agency job. She's the boss over there, and she just looks ridiculous. And this is a woman that he ended up sleeping with prior to that, and then he played her just because he was hurt. And then realized, man, I'm in love with her. I didn't see it in her before, but she's everything I've been looking for. I thought that I wanted that person, but I really want and need this person. So he had overlooked her, actually broke her heart because he was in love with the chick that burned him and then had to do some some get some get back to get back in her good graces to get her back. Now, you know, I'm sharing that story with you because these are the things that I started thinking about when I start thinking, is the perfect 10 out there? And you guys know I am a single man. I have been for I've been single pretty much the entire time I've been divorced. I've dated here and there. I've hung out with, you know, one or two people for a few months, sometimes a little longer, but nothing pans out. Nothing it's not that I'm in search for the perfect 10. That's not what this podcast is about. But nothing seems to pan out. Something always comes up, whether it's that person or it's me. There's a disconnect, all right? So the next movie I'm talking about is, is, is Love Jones. Love Jones happens to be the most one of, my, one of my favorite movies, all right? Now, Love Jones is with... Uh, Nia Long is in that movie, gorgeous. Lorenz Tate is in that movie, and then he is, a, they're both poets, actually, he is a poet, and they meet, he sees her at a, at a poetry cafe, bar type, night lounge, or whatever it is it's called, it's in Chicago, they're, they're filming in Chicago, and the first time he sees her, he just fumbles, he's in love with her, and eventually, they get together. Slowly but surely, they start playing games with each other. Just to see who's, re- you know, you know what we do. Like, and, and I say we is because even as adults, we do this now. Um, we, we get into a relationship or we start dating someone and then someone gets in our ear and says, hey, do this to see if if how real it is meaning 
do something to see if they'll get jealous. Do something to see if this will irk them. Then you'll know if you got them. Then you'll know if it's serious. And so they started doing this. And it backfired on both of them. She ended up going back, you know, to visit to find out if she still had feelings for the guy she was engaged with. He ended up dating another chick. She came back into town, saw him walking by the library with her. She ends up going out on a friendly date with one of Lorenz Tate's friends, and he makes up this story that he hit it, you know, and which wasn't true, and basically tarnished their relationship until the very end of the movie. And they realized that they were searching for something that was right in front of them. That they had let so many different things get involved with what was going on with them. And they forgot about what they had. And it was a connection that nobody could touch. And they messed up by letting other people get involved uh, and, and making bad decisions. And ruining what they had. The other one that I like to talk about is definitely maybe that's one of my favorites. If you haven't seen it, it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. And I forget the, 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 the chick that plays his friend, but she's a little redhead and she's cute as hell. And she's kind of with him. They meet uh, when he's young, he's a, an intern for a political candidate and they hang out as friends and become really good friends. And this entire time, he goes through relationship, through relationship, through relationship. And his problem is he falls in love with damn near every woman he goes out with. And it doesn't work out. You see where I'm going with this. Towards the end, his friend, the chick with the red hair, comes back. She she was out of the country for a while. They used to write letters and talk on the phone. And she finally came back to New York. I believe that's where they were. And she kind of has feelings for him. And he tells her, hey, I'm going to get engaged. I'm, I'm, I bought a ring. I'm going to get engaged. And she looks at him like, again? Again? To who? And because he never shared this information, they were supposed to be good friends. He does it again and realizes this this chick used him, played him, and their relationship wasn't going to work. He, in the process, damages his friendship with this girl who continues to be there for him. And, you know, hits on her one night when he's super drunk. And she's like, I, I don't want you like this. I, I wanted you when you had your stuff together, you know. And right now you're a mess and you're drunk and that's why you're being like that with me. And she leaves. And so he says some pretty hurtful stuff to her because he's wasted. Basically ruins their relationship. And like all the other movies, they go through life, have some issues. He ends up having a baby, uh, and it just doesn't work out with the girl he has a baby with. So he goes on about his life, and then boom, 
Then they run into each other. And he ends up trying to mend that relationship. His daughter convinces him, this is the person that you love. This is, this is the person that you need to be with. This is the person that's always been there for you. You're telling me, because he's telling his daughter the story about who her mom was and how they met and then who he's, how he lived his life as a young, as a young man. And his daughter tells him, that's the woman you need to be with. She's the one that makes you happy. And so they go, he goes, but she doesn't want to see me anymore. And so they go down and he, he knows where she lives and he tries to knock on the door, you know, and she doesn't come to the door and, and the daughter's like, oh, you know, we'll stay. We'll count to this number. And if she, she doesn't come, we'll leave. So they count, she doesn't come, but she can hear them on the speaker on the intercom. And they, as they're leaving, she comes running out and she asks how the story ends and they end up talking and and getting together she meets his daughter and what should have been from the gate is now happening which means they are now together and they end up together and they and they like they say happily ever after right now i'm sharing these movies with you because all of these scenarios is is people looking for the perfect person, the perfect, like, like the podcast says, the perfect 10. This is the episode, right? The perfect 10. And as I'm telling these stories and as I'm thinking about that story back in the gym, back in 2006 and, and hearing uh, that acquaintance of mine telling me this, it, it doesn't exist, the the perfect 10 is the is 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 a is a mirage it's a, it's a facade it's something that's in your head you know for most men it's she's got to look a certain way she's got to make a certain amount of money she's got to be in the gym all the time she's got to not be a smoker she's got to be able to drink but not drink too much and hold her liquor she's got to be a woman out in public but a freak in the room she's got to be someone who can make me look good when she's when her arm is under my arm when we go out she can't embarrass me she can't have any flaws she has to be this she has to be that she has to believe in all the same things that I believe in and it doesn't work that way in our heads it works that way but most of the time when we're searching for that 10 or that person who's this mythical person in our head we we look right past the person that is actually the person for us the person that actually cares for us loves us wants to be there for us and is actually Everything that we say we've been looking for. Now, you also have to be careful with that because there uh, there are people who will try to portray themselves as everything you've been looking for. That's why, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. 
That's why it's very... You're taking a chance when you tell somebody you've just met or you're getting to know everything you're looking for in a person, okay? Now, follow me on this. I'm going to say it again. You are taking a chance when you meet somebody and you're getting to know them and you tell them everything that you're looking for in a person, whether it be a guy or a girl. Now, I say that because there are some people out there that will change everything about themselves to try to make sure that they are everything that you're looking for. And you're like, well, that's cool. That's what they should do. No, 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 no. Listen, follow me on this. But what happens is that may be cool for a little while. But the upkeep on that starts to show wear and tear after a while. And what I mean by that is, yeah, that person is everything you've been looking for. And then you're there and you're going out. And you're hanging out. You're getting to meet friends. They're meeting your friends. You're you're doing all these things. And before you know it, you realize, yo, this person, this person isn't doing everything that they said that they were really into. And what you don't realize is they were into that because they wanted you. So they changed themselves to, to be whatever you wanted so they could, because they, they liked you and that's great. And honestly, man, you hear that and that's flattering, right? If you're a guy, that's flattering. If you're a woman, that's flattering. But if that's not you, if it's not them, what are you getting? You're not getting the person that you want. You're getting the person playing the role of the person that you're looking for. And in my opinion, it's not going to last. Because if you're someone like for me, if I'm someone who loves to hike, I love to go to the gym. I'm in the gym all the time. If I, if when I'm not doing baseball with my kids, I'm at church, I'm getting the word. If I'm doing baseball, if I'm coaching baseball, if I'm doing any of these things and you're doing those things because I'm doing them, it's not going to work. It's not. Because I want you to do them because that's what you've been doing before you met me. Because if you're doing them just because I like doing them, eventually that's going to fade away. And either I'm going to want to leave or you're going to want to leave because you're tired of trying to keep pace. You know what I mean? Does the perfect 10 exist? I don't know if there's a perfect 10. I don't think so. Maybe you feel, maybe somebody's listening to this and say, I found the perfect 10. Okay, fair enough. But what if I don't think that your partner is the perfect 10? See, there's there's the point. 
the perfect 10 has to be the perfect person for you, okay? Maybe you have 10 things that you're looking for in a person. Maybe it doesn't have to be 10 things. Maybe it's five things that are super critical for you. And this person hits all five or all 10. That's the perfect 10 for you. Maybe you want somebody who doesn't have kids. Maybe you want somebody who doesn't drink or smoke. Maybe you want somebody who loves to hike. Maybe you want somebody who has never been married. You know, maybe you want somebody who's over the club life. If this person you met hits all five of those, there's your perfect ten. Maybe looks are important to you. Maybe she has to be a certain weight. Yeah, I know that's superficial, but let's be honest. Maybe she has to look a certain way. Maybe she has to be in the gym regardless. Maybe she needs to be a gym rat that's already on her fitness journey before she even meets you. Maybe she has to have a few vices that you have so that it's not awkward. Maybe you smoke weed. You want to make sure that she's okay with that. Maybe you drink a little bit and you want to make sure she's okay with that and does it too so it doesn't feel awkward. You see what I'm saying? The perfect 10 is something that's in our heads. And we have to decide what makes the perfect 10 for us. And even when we get it, there is no perfect 10. Because I'm telling you right now, man, I was married and you spend enough time with each other, you're going to realize that there are things that you don't like about this person. That there are things that you're tolerating because you love them. Okay? I can say that because I've been married. I can say that because I'm pushing 49 in like two weeks. I've been around a long time. And I can tell you that when I think back of every relationship I've had in my life, there has always been something where I'm like, well, I don't like this, but I really dig the hell out of this person. And I'm okay with that. I, I can get past that. It's, it's tough. It's tough. And to be honest with you, it gets, it gets harder as you get older. Because then you start running into... <laughs> I'm going to be honest, man. You start running into people that just want to settle down because they don't want to be alone at their age. There, I said it. That's the truth. At my age, you start running into people that, that will do anything that you do because they don't want to be alone at their age. That is the truth. And for me, man, that scares the hell out of me. Because I don't want someone to be with me because they're just afraid to, to be alone. I'm not afraid to be alone. I got divorced in 2017. I ain't had somebody I call my girlfriend since. Not once. I was close. Real close. But no cigar. I'm not afraid to be alone. 
In fact, most days and nights, I'm okay with being alone. It's easier for me. But the last thing I want is someone to want to be with me because they're afraid to be alone. Because we're getting older. Does the perfect 10 exist? You guys ever seen that movie Urban Cowboy? With uh, John Travolta? I love that movie. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. (laughs) It's a cowboy movie. But it's a great movie. That movie made me a fan of John Travolta. In this movie, he he comes from he comes from the city life in Texas and moves in with his aunt and uncle and becomes a I mean he's already lightweight cowboy but he really learns how to be a cowboy living with his uncle and he meets this girl named Sissy And they fall in love with each other. They're young. They fall in love. They get married very quick. But everything about them, just they fell in love head to toe. And because they had a really wild life, meaning they went out a lot, they hung out at bars, and just were not around doing things that couples should should be doing with each other. They were putting themselves in situations that was always going to compromise their trust and their love for each other. So as it would happen, you know, they get into some stuff because they're young and they separate. All right. And they start doing stuff to make each other jealous. They still keep going to the same bars, the same rodeo bars and, and you know, and doing all the same things. They're they're doing things out of spite. And the girl ends up dating the convict. And, you know, he's this hardcore cowboy, but he has a he's a felon who's you know, robbed banks and done all kinds of stuff. But he's like a legit felon. And a cowboy, and and kind of, and really rough around the edges, and she kind of is attracted to that. Now John Travolta is looking for someone who's just drop dead gorgeous. Sissy wasn't drop dead gorgeous; she was just natural, rough around the edges, cute, but didn't wear a whole lot of makeup. wasn't like a fancy dresser, but she was cute. Now, the girl he starts messing with while they're separated is from the city, you know, drop-dead gorgeous, beautiful, wears wears a lot of makeup, and she's looking for a real cowboy, all right? She's a city girl, and they link up, and so he starts doing all this fancy stuff with her, and most people would say, well... He found the perfect 10. Look at her. She's got money. She comes from money. She looks great. Physical is ridiculous. Face is beautiful. Has her own condo. Just everything. 
it looks good on his arm. They walk into they walk into a place, they shut it down because she's that beautiful. Everything you want, right? But the connection is missing. See, what him and Sissy had was a deeper connection. Yeah, she knocked Sissy out the water with her look. She was gorgeous. But what she didn't have with John Travolta was the connection Sissy had. Now, see, they went wrong because they were young. So they were doing young stuff. But their connection never, it never wavered. They just messed up because they were young. And he knew that he wasn't going to end up with this chick. Like she was buying him everything. She would buy every time he turned around, she was buying stuff for him. Buy him a shirt, buy him some pants, buy him this, buy him. She was buying him everything. And remember what I told you guys about being with someone who is doing all these things to try to keep you? And after a while, the upkeep on that, it just, it, it doesn't last. Well, Sissy ends up getting, getting beat up by the guy that she was dating. Like I said, he's a felon. He's got no respect for women. He beat her up. Anyways. John Travolta finds her in a parking lot. She's sitting in the car. He goes up to talk to her and says, because he wants to apologize to her, he was looking for her. And as she looks up at him, she he sees that she has a black eye and her face is pretty badly messed up. And he loses it. And then she's, she's like, don't do anything. She's hugging him. She's like, I don't care. We could leave now. I love you. I just want to be back with you. And he goes and finds the guy. And beats the living piss out of him. And then, like, again, like the story goes, he's done with everything. He's done with running around. He's going to make his marriage right. He's going to make their relationship right. And and they drive off. And he realizes this, this is where I should have been the entire time. Yeah, that other person and that other girl that I was with in the eyes of the onlookers who didn't know him or her, would think, man, she's the perfect 10. But the perfect 10 for him was Sissy, even though she didn't have hair draped down her back, even though she didn't wear a lot of makeup, maybe she didn't have the right, the same body that she had, or the money. She had everything else, the connection. She, there, there was just something there that, she understood him and came from where he came from. And that's who we needed to be with. That was his perfect 10. See, when I think back to the gym that night, I think about what I was told by this person. I'm not happy with this person. I'm looking for the perfect 10. And all I kept thinking was, I don't know if there is a perfect 10. I don't know if I'm going to find a perfect 10. I'm not looking for a perfect 10. I just want to be happy. And you got to understand, in 2006, I was a different person. I thought 
I needed to be some with someone who made me happy. And then as I've gotten older, I had children, I realized, now nah, you have to you have to be happy on your own. And so does the other person that you're with. And together you combine your happiness to make a happy life together. But you both have to be happy prior to being with each other. So one is not leaning on the other because that doesn't last. Now, I can end this by saying this. Like those movies, that person over the years ended up going back and marrying that person. And I think it was the smartest thing that this person could have done. Sometimes it ends up like the movie. Sometimes it does. So, if you're searching for your perfect 10, that perfect 10 might be staring at you right in the face right now. And you just don't realize it. Because you're too busy looking over the person's head to see what else is out there. And you don't realize that the person that has every quality that you are looking for, and even some that you didn't know you were looking for, is right there. But you're too busy looking around, trying to see if there's something better. If you want to be the man your whole life, you want to be the player, you want to run around, you want to do all that, it's your life, your decision, right? But I'm going to tell you one thing, man. Players in their 50s, 60s, and 70s look really funny when you look at them. I ain't seen a player that old that I wanted to be like. I'd rather be at home having some coffee and some breakfast with a woman who is my perfect 10. I don't give a damn if she's your perfect 10 in your eyes. She's mine. That's all I got. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful night and day wherever you're at. And please make sure to check out the website, raymolina.com. My Instagram is It's Ray Molina. That is also my TikTok. The podcast is at The Perfect Mess Pod. The brand is at It's Beast or Famine. And if you would like to check out my small business and furniture flips and restorations that I do, make sure to follow at Molina's Trade Shop. All right? If you're not on YouTube, please get on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, the notification bell, so you get notifications of all the videos, podcasts that I put up, and uh, if you are on Spotify, Google, or Apple, please hit the follow, subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and please rate the podcast, all right? 
I hope you enjoy that story. It's just something that I had to get off my chest. I love you guys, and like I always say, my life isn't perfect. Oftentimes it is a mess, but for me, it is the perfect mess. Peace. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. Perfect mess is my perfect mess.